Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt and taxes and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, with a love of fantasy books and funk, and a hatred of running more than three miles, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, today we are getting back into practice management, and we're going to be talking about a software platform that many physicians, dentists, and practices used to manage their online reputation. This software, as a matter of fact, is a sponsor of this show, so we're so glad to have them on and dive into what the tool does. Um, from what I understand, that this tool provides a way to text or email an online review request to a patient after they visit your office and to let them leave a review in just one step goes right to Google My Business profile, so it makes you SEO friendly and all those kinds of good things. I know this prod, this podcast today is going to be great whether you own a practice or not. Please help me welcome Avalon Hartman with Empath IQ. Welcome, Avalon. Well, thank you, Dave. It's really nice to be here and chat with you. Yes, well, okay. thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, thank you so much for, for being here, Avalon. We were talking pre-chat about, about your history. I know you're, you're an account executive with uh, Empath IQ, and um, certainly, you know, the online world has changed a lot. Can you give <laughs> yes. us a, a little bit of um, kind of the background of Empath IQ, and hopefully I captured decently well what you guys do, but maybe you have more to add on. Sure, sure. Yeah, it, I think you did capture it in a nutshell. Um, Empath IQ uh, is a software platform that has many different functions and functionality pieces to it. But the main functionality piece is we allow for your patients to give easily give you an online review. And the reason that's important is because we think that it's a really good idea to start branding yourself individually as a patient because you don't know exactly where you're gonna end up working and you may not be working at the same place um, for your entire career. So these days people, when they wanna make an appointment, the place they turn is online. And it didn't used to be that way a long time ago. And it's just even more prevalent today that I don't know anybody who doesn't want to figure out which physician to go to. Um, and the way you figure that out really is maybe you have a reference and that's great or a referral. But even so, I think what people do is they Google a physician's name to see what people think about them and what's been said. So it's, it's very much more individualistic than it used to be. Um, and I think it's it's an important tool for dentists or physicians or individuals to you know to go ahead and tell the world what's about what they're about and um, show them in their best light. Absolutely. Well, I know with having a, a few different businesses as as I do, 
I definitely hear myself from people. Oh yeah, we looked you up. They they might look at our YouTube channel, check out some some testimony testimonials or whatever. They'll look us up on Bitter Business Bureau. They'll look, they'll Google us. You know, all of those things happen. Yeah. And I get questions sometimes when there was like a negative review. Oh, what was going on with that? You know, can you tell me about that? Then I have to justify myself. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's surprising. People will be very, very candid online and they will tell you exactly what they think. And, you know, they wouldn't say it to your face, but for some reason, the way our society is going or has been, um, people are much more apt to really take a stand and not be, not really gauge what they're saying. And people can get kind of mean. Um, And you want to be able to have a voice. So, in our opinion, I think it's really important to be able to respond to that review in a HIPAA compliant way, obviously. Um, and that's what we're all about. We're, we're about trying to help manage and guide a physician to know what the right things to say are, to gather their all, all, all of their reviews so they can kind of keep a pulse, uh, you know, their finger on the pulse of what's being said online. So, and, and our software does that as well. It's a portal, so it gathers all your reviews and you can see how it's running. We actually um, can and do send alerts when a new review is posted. And the reason that's really a good thing is because you want to be there to mitigate if something is, if something, if there is a problem. Um, you and I, I mean, I don't have a Google My Business page myself, luckily for me. Um, nobody reviews me on my job, but when you're a physician, uh, anything you do can can get online and it is personal and it gets posted to your page. Um, so it's a good idea to, to kind of control that. And I think it's even going to become more popular that individual physicians will um, start managing that review process. Sure. So you know, as, as we just think about this in general, you know, there's, I, I mentioned a few places, you know, people usually check like Better Business Bureau and Google and stuff like, like that. Um, do you find in your experience, does one place matter more than another? Or um, like, does, does Empath IQ post multiple places kind of a thing, you know, walk us through Yeah. That. Yeah, so um, a review is posted only to one place unless the person, the patient decides to post them to several locations. Like you could go on Yelp and you could go on other ancillary websites and post reviews. But overwhelmingly, um, Google is the place where people look up reviews. Uh, they, For some reason, and, and maybe it's just the the amount of searches and everything, Google just pretty much rules our life. (laughs) And it's an easy and it's very um, objective. People do not feel, people feel that they are reading authentic reviews when they come from Google. So I would say that probably 85% of searches at least and 85% of reviews um, are posted to Google. Like I said, there's some ancillary sites like health grades and some other ones, and we do post to that, but we recommend that you get your Google profile up and running and, and stable and great. And cause that's where really most of the people will be looking. And how, how do you guys, you know, like I have to imagine 
keeping track of these things is hard. You know, whether you get a positive review or negative review, can you walk us through kind of how, how someone can keep track of this, whether they work with you guys or not? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, if they don't work with us, then you would, then they would just be looking online a lot and Googling themselves or going to different and, you know, the different websites and seeing what people are saying about them. Um, so that would take a, a little bit more legwork or a lot more legwork. Um, if you use a software, then luckily by the magic of technology, you, you pretty much just have a portal. And so this portal will keep a running total. It shows you exactly the patient, exactly the name, exactly the star rating, exactly what they said about you. Um, you can even uh, do some searching online. If you think, let's say it's a practice, they wanna know how their um, patient weight is running. They can type in waiting. They can type in um, front office. They can type in bedside manner. So, and it will sort and it will give you all the reviews that, that say that certain thing. Um, it's, it's just a really good way to keep an eye on what's going on without actually having to be there. Um, so we actually have a couple different softwares. One, one we have that is used mostly by like multi practice locations. Maybe if they have four or five is, is all about, um, comparing physicians with each other as far as how their reviews are going, and then also the locations, you know, with each other. So this location's running, you know, everybody loves this location versus this location, everybody doesn't quite love. And then you can go in and figure out what's going on um, by searching what the actual reviews are, because that's, that's authentic versus he said, she said on a certain situation. I mean, as a physician, I mean, we all know there's, um, you know, there's always room for lawsuits, right? Unfortunately. Um, and people sue when the first indication is that maybe they leave an online review. They're not happy. Um, that's the place that I would look immediately. You want to, you want to mitigate that. You want to be able to answer and pay attention to someone who is squawking online. Um, their review could be totally legitimate. But, you know, the sooner that you can say, hey, let's, I'm sorry that you had a bad experience. Please contact my office. We'd love to talk to you about it. The sooner you can do that, figure out what's going on, the sooner your patient is going to feel heard. And that's, uh, I think it's really important. It's important to not just ignore people, um, important to respond. And then even when someone leaves a good review, I mean, it's really nice to to go, oh, like that person actually responded. They were thankful. Um, it's just a really good way to start interacting with your patients. And it's so public that in my opinion, it, it's something that people should pay attention to because it's just going to become more important. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if I'm a Physician, okay, I understand this is important. You know, I certainly um, getting getting going on this. You know, is is this something like with Google My Business or whatever? Do you have to establish something first, or can maybe people already have established something for you? 
and left a negative review. Like oh how- yeah, yeah. So so typically, hopefully, people have claimed their Google My Business page, and you know what? A lot of people don't, or a lot of people claim it, and then they might get a couple reviews, but then they they just ignore it, right? And they work at a at a practice um, that has an online review system in place. So you're a physician, you're just letting all your reviews basically go to the Google My Business page of the location where you work. It's like a building is, mm-hmm. is what you're doing. And um, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. What did you ask? No, no, it's okay. I was just thinking like, <laughs> let's say uh, Dr. Joe Smith was my doctor, right? Like, could could I, and I'm unhappy with Dr. Joe, you know, could I like, without him knowing it, you know, put a negative review out on Google that oh, essentially is like, his business, but he has no idea, you know, it's even out there. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can, even if you're not his patient, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. you can post a Google review. And we've had this happen a lot where people get confused on maybe who their doctor is, or I'm not sure, but people can post reviews to people who are not even their physician. And it's really unfortunate. It happens. Um, we have found that Google is not in the business of uh, mediating between whose patient is whom. So sure. you often cannot get that re- removed, even if your patient is unreasonable and it's, you know, it's your patient, you know, and you say that it didn't happen this way. They shouldn't give me a one-star review. That may be true. However, um, it stays there. So the best and pretty much the only way to do it. Of course, you could hire a lawyer and try and get it take it down, but I think that's a little overkill. But the way to mitigate that is to get a bunch of happy patients leaving you five-star reviews. And the reason people don't leave reviews, your happy patients, is because it's a kind of a pain. I mean, if you don't, there's just barriers to entry, right? You're a happy person. You just got back from your doctor's office, you're happy to tell people that you love your doctor. I mean, you'll tell anybody, you know, and if anybody asks, you'll say yes, but will you sit down when you get home and get on Google and post a five-star review? No. (laughs) You know, you you probably won't because you have 50 things to do. Um, And even if you're, even if your office staff or even if you say, hey, would you leave me an online review? Everyone's going to say yes, but will they do it? You know, some will. Um, the people who are unhappy are really motivated to do it. So right. often you get much more lopsided reviews where the negatives will, will go out. Um, the way to change that is you just make it super easy for people to leave a review. And that's what our software does is... Um, as you're leaving your doctor's office, you get a text with a link and it just says, thank you so much for visiting us today. You know, we really enjoyed you as a patient. Could you please leave us a review? Literally, they just click on the link and then the stars come up and they click on their star rating and then they can type in a review or not type in a review, but as soon as they click on the star, it gets posted to Google as a, as a five-star review. I mean, it's super simple. And that's really what you need to do is you just need to make it simple for your happy patients. Um, so just, just to walk that through again. So what happens is people get like emailed a reminder or they actually do it in the office. At well, the time. 
or all both? of the above. You can we you can use the software to email and text. So as someone's walking out your office, they can literally get a text. Or the other thing you can do and um, is you can have them scan a QR code, and as soon as they scan it, the review uh, the same thing comes up. Thank you so much for your visit today. We appreciate it. Could you leave us a review? And then all they have to do is tap their screen and you get a good, good review. And it's, it's amazing how simple it is. If you just do it, um, just have people on board in your, in your office, paying attention to it. You will, it, you will get five, six, seven times the amount of reviews. And you'll definitely get a lot more positive reviews than you will negative, unless you're really, really bad. <laughs> People don't like you. Um, but we have certain ways to, uh, part of the functionality of the software is that if you have a cranky patient that you just know is not happy, you don't, you can put them on a block list. So even if somebody doesn't know it, they won't be able to send out a review request to that patient. Um, just a way to kind of I don't know if it's stacking the deck, but you know, you're not always asking everybody for a review and you know, your goal is to get a generally um, overview of how people like you or how your patients feel. So I don't know that I would go out and solicit people who are cranky specifically. And you know, it's, it's, it's not that it stops them from leaving an online review anywhere, but it just from your office, you're not, you're not soliciting it and making it super easy for them. And so if someone is unhappy, right? So the software is asking them, Hey, how was your experience or something like that? And then they, they'll say, no, I'm not happy. Right. Um, or something less than stellar, you know, what, what happens at that point? Well, we can't, what's technically called review gate. And, and that's not okay with Google. So you can't, um, everybody should have a, an equal opportunity to leave a review. So we can't like figure out, oh, this person has a bad review. We're just not going to post it. That, that's not kosher. That's not okay. But what we do have is we have internal feedback. So if somebody does feel like they have an issue and they don't want to publish it online, then they can send internal feedback without that being public. Um, and that's what we would request them to do. So how, how are we supposed to know, you know, like if it's just a normal process, I guess, of asking a client, how are we supposed to know which ones might be more happy or less happy? Or are we just saying, you know what, maybe three-star, four-star re reviews on average are better, I guess. Give me your feedback on that. Um, so there's not a real way to tell what someone's going to do before they do it. Um, I mean, if, if I'm in that boat, what I would do is I would send out review requests to basically everybody because you will, most people are super reasonable and they're happy to leave an online review and they're happy to, to tell about it. It's just that they don't get the opportunity. Um, you know, you don't know if someone has had a bad day and they might leave a poor review. That's when you um, respond to it publicly and you say, so, so sorry, um, what can we do to make it better? And, you know, just that response, just that little bit that, that you go out of your way and you acknowledge someone and, you know, someone reads it online 
and they see that you responded, they see that you're being reasonable, that goes a long way with, with feeling, okay, this guy is responsive or this, this woman is cares. Um, so there's not a way to really keep someone from leaving a bad review. It's just how you respond to it. And then also I think it's important to listen to them, right? So if they are complaining about the wait time, you know, you might want to check it out and you can, like I said, you can search the other reviews and figure out, okay, do I have a problem? Which, I mean, it's, it's always, you know, you can't control everything, but you might as well figure it out sooner than later, or just keep it on your radar on, on what people are saying about you and what people are saying about the, where you work. It's always important. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's all great advice. Um, well, as, as we think about, um, kind of the, the future, um, how many reviews do you think someone has to have? Like, is there a point where you say, you know what, we have 20 reviews now, you know, we're, (laughs) we're kind of good for another year, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what, there is no magic number. Um, but to your point, yeah, people do feel like, okay, well, I've, I've worked this hard and I've gotten this many reviews. So reviews are like bread and wine. They go stale. Um, if I'm looking up a physician, I'm looking up an ophthalmologist, let's say, I want to know recent reviews. I really am, you know, it, it looks like you're out of date if you don't have something in the, in the last couple months and the last month. If you have it from a year ago, that tells me how the practice was a year ago and things change. So reviews can get stale and we just think it's, it's good to have that consistency in, you know, getting your online reviews, just making it a habit. Um, it's, it's certainly not going to hurt you. It's, it's only going to make you better. Um, I, I believe the, I believe Google, my business cares about consistency. So if people are consistently posting, you know, online reviews once, two, twice, three times a week, um, that really helps in SEO. If you have, you know, if all of a sudden you pay attention to it and you get 10 in a month, but then you go dead for another four months, it's, it's just not as much value. Sure. Well, I would imagine the the older the reviews are too, right? The more stale it is and the less value it is too. So like, yeah, one one month, one month is great. Three months is, is, is okay. Six months is all right. You know, one year is like, eh, kind of, kind of getting there three years ago, last review, you know, now you're like moldy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really is. It, 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 people pay attention. People pay attention to, you know, it's funny people have a motivation or, you know, we all are, we all read bad reviews, you know, like, unfortunately we're just, we're just focused on threats or what's going on or what's wrong. It's just, it's interesting. You know, it's like great to read, read, you know, this, this doctor's great. I love him. And, you know, they've got like 600 of them, but sometimes people do focus on the bad ones. And again, it's just the way that you respond to the bad ones. Um, but yeah, not all reviews are the same and it is good to keep consistent and just get that feedback out there and, and let people know that, you know, you're a great dentist or you're a great doctor and they should make an appointment. 
um, the reviews on your Google My Business page will follow you um, pretty much for life, unless something substantial changes. Um, but it's, it's great. If I, if I had the choice to hire a position um, that had no reviews or 10 reviews and they were okay, and I had a choice to hire a physician that had 100 reviews that were glaring, glowing, I would definitely hire the person who had 100 reviews because I'm hedging my bets. I want someone who's easy to get along with, someone who's great to work with. That tells me right there that this guy or woman, sorry, this doctor is um, a good apple. And, and, you know, that's what I want in my, in, in my practice. And that's what, that's what patients are looking for as well. I think those, those are all good points and, and things for, um, for us to consider. Um, what do you see, you know, as uh, with this changing, you know, do you guys have kind of any, any changes in, in store, you know, of, of how things might get done in the future? Or do you think, you know, this is, this is going to be pretty set for the next year or two? Oh yeah. I think this is going to be set for, I think, you know, definitely the idea that individual physicians are, are paying attention to getting their own Google, my business profile set up and getting their reviews posted to their own individual sites versus their location that where they work. I, I think that's kind of becoming uh, much, much more popular than it used to be. So I think we're in the middle of a change and I think that it's going to be surprising um, in, a, in a year or two if you find a physician that doesn't have their profile set up and doesn't have personal reviews. Um, you know, a lot of physicians don't at the moment. And I say, why not? Because it's free, <laughs> like set up the profile, let people know you're out there, start building your base of, of, of patients. Um, well, and definitely I can imagine, you know, if you're thinking about wanting to change practices, yeah. you know, look at that as an asset of, you could show if you yeah. have positive reviews, show potential employer, Hey, look at all these positive reviews I've gotten, you know, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can, and you know, help. employers Google your name too. They're going to, yeah. they're going to want to know, um, you know, it hasn't come about that I know of, but I, I bet in, in the near future soon, um, it will, it will become something that, that juries look at or courts look at or attorneys look at and say like, you know, this guy's a really great guy. He's got all these followings. It's to his character. Sorry, to her character. I don't know why I keep going his, but it's to their character. And um, what better place than to look at unbiased reviews straight from the horse's mouth on, you know, is this person good? Is this person kind? Does this person care about their patients? And I, I would pay attention to it. Um, I, there's been a couple studies um, recent, or a little bit a while ago, but Harvard Business did a study that um, a one-star drop of ratings equals about a 9% drop of income. They were looking at practices mm -hmm. overall. So if if you don't pay attention and you have, you know, some bad reviews, you you are not going to be getting the patients that that maybe would that you would get. Um, and it's just a matter of paying attention to it and start building up the good reviews versus the bad. And then there is also a study that said um, that hotels can change or charge the same price 
um, if they have five star ratings um, and they won't lose any customers, they can charge 10 or 11% more because of the reviews that are online that are posted. So it's, it's monetary when you really, when you come down to it, 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 it is monetary. Well, that, I think that's great. No, all, um, all great feedback. And as we wrap up the, the podcast for today, Avalon, any final thoughts you want to share with us? Yeah. You know, I mean, I would say that the final thoughts are if anybody's paying attention to this, I think it's great. So they're listening to the podcast. I think that they are involved in trying to make things better, trying to like keep abreast of what's going on. So kudos to them for, for listening and being being involved in their destiny in a way, right? They're, you know, we want to make sure that we're in your corner and we we help with that. So we can help you with the review response and we can be um, there just to kind of guide that public process that's so different than it used to be. Wonderful. Wonderful. And if people have questions, what would be the best way for them to connect with you or check out the, the website? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is www.empathiq.io. And if anybody's writing anything down, they can call me at 858-375-5686. And we would love to help them sort it out and just get an overall picture of where they are now and where they want to be and help them on that journey. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Avalon. Thank you for being with us. And everyone, make sure to check this out. They have been a generous sponsor of ours, and we'd like to make sure to, to thank them for their time and energy and effort and putting in this podcast today, which regardless of whether or not you use their software, I hope you got some great value out of it. For the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, this is Dave Denniston. Remember, my friends, remember to slash your debt slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle.